0: Whoa, 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 whoa. It's, it's June. <laughs> okay. Well, so apparently today, by the way, is Monday, June 1st. It's the month of summer and Father's Day and lots and lots of people celebrating their wedding anniversary. Congratulations to everyone. Woo! It's June. Hi and hello. You found the podcast for moms who don't have time for podcasts. You can think of me as your internet bestie as we share recommendations, laugh about the ridiculous things we see online, and cheer each other on. I'm Indiana Adams, and today, by the way, is the short and sweet podcast that hopefully brightens your day. I am so glad you're here. Hey, let me quickly start this episode with this little reminder. Today, by the way, is a chat between friends. It was designed to feel like a little pick-me-up for my mom friends because I know how long the days can feel when you're raising little babies and little kids. I don't usually talk about politics. I don't preach at people. I don't try to position myself as an expert on anything. We're friends, catching up in the margin of our day. Our conversations run the gamut. We laugh, but sometimes we cry. Over the last five months since we've gotten to know each other in this space, I think you have a pretty good idea about who I am. I'm a Christian, and I'm a wife and a mother, and I am a champion of other women. I'm quirky, I don't sleep enough, and I care very deeply about global poverty, racial inequality, veterans' mental health, and sunscreen. Influencers in ministries and businesses are being called out for not addressing George Floyd or Black Lives Matter. So today, before I move on to an episode that is very silly and is something that has nothing to do with the outcry that's happening in our country right now, know that even though this show is light, when it comes to systemic racism, I am heartbroken. It was hard to explain to our children around the dinner table last night why someone might treat someone else differently simply because of the color of their skin. I broke down in tears as I tried to explain to Jude that when he gets bigger and taller and older, that I will probably never have to worry about him going out for a run at night, but that when our next door neighbor, who is black, when her son grows up, her son who's just a little older than Jude, that when he grows up, she will have to worry when he wants to go on a run at night because it just isn't as safe for him. It's unfair. This should go without saying, but it needs to be said. I stand with my neighbor Tiffany and other Black mothers and mothers raising Black children. I stand with the families of George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, and Ahmed Aubrey, and the many, many others who lost their lives in racially motivated violence. I believe that Black lives matter, and as my friend, you need to have no doubt where I stand on that. Okay, without further ado, here's today's show. And I'm warning you now, this really, really has nothing to do with anything that's going on in society today. Let's get started. So apparently it's June, and June means that I get a double whammy. Father's Day is June 21st, and my anniversary is June the 12th. I think that I'm an excellent gift giver when I remember that there's an occasion for a gift. Last year was the very first year that I forgot my anniversary. 15 years, if you're wondering when the romance dies. It, it dies at 15 years. Either that or when you poop without shutting the door, which we aren't there yet, guys. Lord willing, we will never get to that point. But the morning of our anniversary last year, Chris handed me his annual handwritten card, and I was like, what's this? For? Oh my gosh, I totally forgot. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't even on my radar in the least. It wasn't like I had just procrastinated and didn't have a gift in hand. No, I just didn't even think about my anniversary, and I was mortified. For you see, in our family, I am the gift giver. I listen carefully all year round and then surprise people with gifts that they casually mentioned months and months ago. I have a running wish list that I keep on Amazon, and I bookmark gift ideas all year round. It was completely out of character for me to forget our anniversary. This year, I am determined to redeem my reputation. Thank goodness that Amazon Prime is a thing, and we're set up in this world for online shopping. Chris and I will be celebrating 16 years of marriage, which is insane to me. If our marriage were a baby, that baby could be getting its driver's license. The traditional gift for a 16th anniversary is wax. Wax. Yes, I said wax. You see, Chris likes to give me a gift honoring the traditional anniversary gifts. Last year, 15 years, was crystal. So he gave me, and this is going to sound so pretentious, but he gave me a Waterford crystal seahorse. You see, when we got married 15 years ago, Chris's mom told us that we needed to register for crystal. We got married when I was in college, so we could just not fathom a situation in which we might ever use a crystal anything. So, as a joke, we went to Macy's and put a singular crystal seahorse made by Waterford on our registry. I don't know why no one bought it for us for our wedding. (laughs) So, in a very clever callback, Chris purchased the crystal seahorse for me on our crystal anniversary with a beautiful letter about growing old together. I have no idea how he's going to do wax. There's nothing he hates more than candles. Except for maybe McDonald's, he claims the smell of McDonald's makes him ill. Which, incidentally, the smell of blown out candles makes him gag. As a child, he would blow out his birthday candles and then literally run out of the room. Side note two: When we first started, <laughs> when we first started dating, I obviously did not know this about him. He came to visit me, and I had covered my carpet with this carpet powdered air freshener thing, and the scent it was candle glow. Literally the smell of blown out candles. We ended up going out that night instead of hanging at my place. Side note three, did you see that back in February, McDonald's came out with a six pack of candles to celebrate the 50th anniversary of the Quarter Pounder? And now that set of candles goes for almost $200 on eBay. It's a set... I don't know why this cracks me up so much, but... Because it's just so on brand for me. Um, But it's a set of candles. One is scented like a burger. One is scented like the processed cheese. One is ketchup. One is mustard. One is pickle. And one is onion. And you're, you're supposed to burn them all at the same time. And I want this set real bad. Okay. Wow. Let me get back on track. Okay. Three side notes deep. Maybe a new record for me. So I don't know if you've perused the list of traditional wedding anniversary gifts. My next three years are going to be weird. This year's wax. 17 is shell roses, literally roses that have petals made of shells instead of petals. 18 is feather flowers. Same concept, flowers with feathers instead of petals. And 19, oddly, is chili peppers. They get good again after chili peppers for the 20th, but 16 through 19 is it's just odd. Wedding anniversary gifts have a long history. The tradition of giving specific anniversary gifts based on the number of years a couple has been married dates back to the Middle Ages. The Funk and Wagner Standard Dictionary of Folklore, Mythology, and Legends notes that certain luck-bringing substances were paired with a distinct number of years to provide the gift suggestions. Modern day lists in both the United States and Europe are built around wedding anniversary symbols and materials that reflect the progressive strengthening of the relationship and the investment the couple has made in their marriage. Historians say that giving distinct gifts at milestone anniversaries originated in the Germanic region of Central Europe in the medieval times. The wife would receive a silver wreath from her husband on the 25th anniversary because silver symbolized harmony. If the couple survived to celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary, the wife would receive a wreath of gold. Given the expense of these precious metals, it's likely this tradition was only honored among the very wealthy. These traditions have survived and lent their names to the silver wedding anniversary and the gold wedding anniversary. More anniversaries gained special designations during the 1800s. Around 1875, wood was designated for the fifth anniversary, and the 75th wedding anniversary was designated as the diamond anniversary. But then, Queen Victoria. Queen Victoria of the British Empire established her 60th year on the throne as her diamond jubilee in 1897, and thereafter, a 60th wedding anniversary also became associated with diamonds. And since making it to your 75th wedding anniversary would be quite a feat because you'd be at a minimum of 90 years old. A few years later, the National Retail Jeweler Association said that maybe the 60th anniversary is a better diamond anniversary instead of the 75th. I'm sure the meeting went something like this Hey, Bob, maybe we'd sell more diamonds because more people would still be alive. Oh, excellent idea, Bob. And then these crafty dudes also assigned gemstones to every year between the first anniversary and the 25th anniversary, and then going by five starting at 25 all the way up to the 80th anniversary, which would be a ruby. 16 is a paradox. What's interesting to me is that in 1922, Emily Post noted that there was a trend to have a symbolic anniversary gift each year, and she published what is now called the Modern Anniversary Gift Guide. And that list is still being used today. They were a little more specific and practical than the traditional gifts, and the gifts were of increasing value, all the more to reward stability in the relationship. They included useful gifts like clocks for their first anniversary, electrical appliances for the fourth, silverware was fifth, desk sets were seventh, watches were fifteenth, and musical instruments were twenty-fourth. Of note, these gifts were originally to be given to the wife of the couple as if to reward her for sticking it out, not him. (laughs) It was to recognize a wife's work in a marriage, as it was assumed that that was the harder of the two jobs. This makes me laugh, because I actually think it's way easier to be married to Chris than it is to be married to me. Anyway, in the middle of the month, Chris and I will be celebrating 16 years of marriage. The traditional gift is wax, so we will have to see what Chris decides to do with that, because it won't be candles. I'm kind of hoping for a day at the spa, but I'd be okay with a practical gag gift, like a certificate for a nose waxing. This would be an epic throwback because for our first Christmas together as boyfriend and girlfriend, Chris got me a nose hair trimmer. So see, him picking up the tab for my seasonal nose wax would be fine by me, and totally apropos. And I have to pause right here to take a quick break to spotlight one of my favorite companies. I have been using PrepDish for three years now, and now that I'm back to a gluten-free, high-protein way of eating, I am so thankful that I'm not spending hours culling recipes and shopping lists from all over the internet trying to make a kid-friendly keto meal for my whole family. PrepDish is my kitchen VIP. PrepDish is a healthy meal planning service that offers a variety of options, including dairy-free, paleo, gluten-free, and keto menus, which is what we do. They email you the entire week's grocery list, which you can print or save to your phone, and then it's one trip to the grocery store or one session putting in your order at your favorite curbside pickup or grocery delivery service, and then you're set for the week. Along with the shopping list are detailed instructions so you can prep all of that week's meals in one go. This is now our family's Monday after breakfast tradition. We turn on the tunes and we get to prepping together. I'd love for you to see how easy Prep Dish is too. Visit PrepDish.com slash today to try it for two weeks completely free. That's PrepDish.com slash today. Hit me up if you take advantage of that free trial. I would love to know what dishes you're prepping. And now, back to the show. You want to talk about it, don't you? You want to talk about the fact that I get my nose hairs waxed. Yes, friends, I have a serious nose hair problem. I was first made aware of it by my three closest friends at college. They took me to my favorite Chinese buffet, and, and as we, as sat, we sat, down sat down to enjoy, enjoy our first, our first plates, round of dinner, one of them, one them, of them said, had listen. We as we sat down this, to enjoy our first plate, gotta go. One of them just said, "Guys, listen, my friends had don't know how to tell you this, but your, your nose hair is bad. It's gotta go." And you know what? That's friendship. My friends had staged a nose hair. So this explains why the nose hair trimmer topped my Christmas wish list. But then many years after that, after Chris and I had married, after we had moved to Texas, I was having lunch with a new friend and she, out of nowhere, mentioned that she had gotten her nose hairs waxed around the corner from where we were having lunch. No one just brings that up, especially not a casual work acquaintance, you know? It was another intervention, I think. I was acutely aware that at that very moment, my nose hairs needed some attention. So bless her for telling me about this. My initial thought was, she must think I'm crazy. That, that would hurt like the dickens. But then my immediate secondary thought was, she's right, though. I, I need to have that done. And just so you know, as someone with a persistent nose hair problem, I had regularly subjected myself to nose hair plucking because the trimmer just couldn't get it all. And I hated it. It makes me sneeze, It makes my eyes water, and even my back gets sore because I tense up so badly while I like pluck, sneeze, pluck, sneeze away. So I did it. I got my nose hairs waxed, and you know what? It was awesome. They simply stick a stick up your nose with a bit of wax and wait for it to cool and then yank it out in one swift movement. My first time in, I didn't sneeze at all. My eye only teared up a little bit, and it hurt way less than plucking. And it's over in one pass each nostril. It probably didn't hurt that much because... I have this theory that it was so much pain that my brain's pain receptors were just, they just shut down and said, what was that? We're not even going to fire because that was insane. And now waxing my nose hair is my favorite way to just take care of business there. And I've since had my nose waxed, I don't know, every 12 weeks for the last seven years at $8 a pop. And it's done the same almost every single time. The esthetician dips a popsicle stick in the wax and then she puts it up one nostril and then they pinch the side of my nose and then fan it so it cools fast and then they count three, two, one, and then yank. (laughs) And Let me tell you the sick truth. Unfollow me if you must, but I, I think that it's so satisfying to see all those hairs short and long on that ball of wax. I'm not going to lie. Every time I have it done, I ask the esthetician to, to let me examine what's been extracted. And then I stare and marvel over how much came out and how it's not going to come back for another 10 to 12 weeks. It, it looks like a nightmare lollipop, all spiky and sticky. <laughs> and, but please know that I only do this with my nose hair and not any other anything I get waxed. I, I could probably do a whole episode on the history of body hair removal and its unfairness to the female population, but I won't. Just know that modern waxing sure beats how they did it in ancient Egypt and Mesopotamia, where among ruins, they have found tweezers made from seashells and pumice stones on sticks and tiny copper razors that have, that, that have dated all the way back to 3000 BC. You think by now if we weren't meant to have nose hairs, we'd be born without nose hairs? I know it serves a great purpose for filtration and whatnot, but I have a Rapunzel situation going on, so I'm going to keep waxing it. There's a photo in the show notes. Click over if you dare. Okay, friend, that's it for today. I cannot believe that I talked for 15 minutes about nose hair, basically. But listen, I know that this weekend, we as a country endured a lot. And if you are a black mother or a mother to black children or marrying to a black man, your burden is especially heavy and painful to bear every day. And I just want you to know that you are not alone and this community stands by you. I stand by you. I am dedicated to the cause of anti-racism. And I know it may seem like the world is on fire, that we're angry and tearing ourselves to shreds. But remember... Our community challenge this week is to write down the good, even now, maybe even especially now, because we need it to remember. If you want to connect with me, I'm on Instagram at Indiana Adams, and our show notes are at todaybytheway.com slash episodes. And originally, I had planned to follow a school calendar with Today By The Way and take the summers off, but I'm finding that this community needs one another. We deal in the heavy day after day, so sometimes a little levity is good. I need you guys, and I am with you. No summer break this year. I mean, let's be honest, I feel like we've been on summer break since March. This week, though, I could use your help with something. If the show has ever made you laugh or think or feel less alone in this crazy world, I'd love it if you could snap a screenshot of you listening to it, or better yet, a photo of yourself as you listen and post that to your social media account and share today, by the way, with others. The larger our listenership, the more advertisers pay me, and the closer I get to being able to hire someone to join this team in an official capacity to help us grow this community and create more content. I would appreciate that so much. Thank you anyone else twitching their nose this episode <laughs> thank you for listening it's a new month it's a new week and today is a new day and friend i am cheering you on nose hairs and off